We're here to make a difference. I'm Sarah Miller, and I'll be joined by local experts in farming, food, wildlife, and all the other things that are precious to the Pembrokeshire countryside every Sunday between 9 and 11. Salter's Blinds offers a wide range of blinds for every room in your home or office. See our extensive range of vertical and roller blinds made on the premises to find just what you've been looking for. Right now, buy five sets of vertical or roller blinds and get the sixth one free. A professional and friendly service awaits you. So visit our showroom today at Unit 1 Withybush Trading Estate or visit saltersblinds.co.uk. Top quality blinds at factory prices. From Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. With the latest news for Pembrokeshire, I'm Sarah Hoss. Withy Bush Hospital's out-of-hours service will again be closed for part of this weekend due to a shortage of GPs. It's the second weekend in a row that the service has been closed. Howell Tha University Health Board said we are again experiencing a shortage of GPs to cover the out-of-hours service in Carmarthenshire and Pembrokeshire this weekend. Efforts are continuing until the last possible moment to fill the shifts affected. However, there are still gaps in the rotor affecting service provision between Saturday and Sunday. At present, the Health Board is unable to keep the following out-of-hours bases open. Withybush General Hospital will be closed from 5 until 7pm on Sunday. Prince Philip Hospital will be closed from 7pm Saturday until 8am Sunday and 6pm until 11pm on Sunday. Patients who need assistance should call 111 as usual. Joe Teep, Deputy Chief Executive and Director of Operations at Howaldar University Health Board, said, I'd like to apologise for any concern or inconvenience caused to residents. Unfortunately, we are continuing to experience GP shortages from time to time. A number of community pharmacies across the Health Board are now offering services which support the out-of-hours service, including the Common Ailments Scheme, emergency medicine schemes and emergency hormonal contraceptive scheme. Firefighters are tackling a large blaze at the disused hotel in Pembroke Dock, the Clethai Bridge Hotel. Mid and West Wales Fire and Rescue Service was called to the hotel on Essex Road in the early hours of the morning. The fire has spread across the ground and first floors and into the loft space. The main A40 road into South Pembrokeshire has now reopened after an earlier crash. The A40 was closed both ways with slow traffic due to an accident from the A477 St Clair's roundabout to the B4328 Llanboidy roundabout. Firefighters from Narbeth and Whitland were in attendance and the Welsh Ambulance Service was also in attendance. There were earlier delays in the area while emergency services dealt with the accident. A drink driver who failed to stop for police was found to have travelled on the car's alloy spokes before coming to a halt on a Tenby verge. Geraint Hugh Tuxworth-Jones of the Courtyard St. Florence pleaded guilty to driving while over the legal alcohol limit, failing to stop after an accident and failing to stop when instructed by an officer when he appeared before Haverford West Magistrates. 
Magistrates banned Tuxworth Jones from driving for 20 months and imposed a 12-month community order with 150 hours of unpaid work and a 15-day rehabilitation activity. Six penalty points were added to his licence and he was ordered to pay £170 in costs and a surcharge. The National Park Authority is going ahead with its proposal to introduce car parking charges at sites that were previously free to use in an effort to cover the costs of maintaining them. The communities of Amroth, Angle, Knowlton and Roche had objected to the new policy and sought to have the car parks transferred to community ownership, but members of the authority agreed to go ahead with introducing charges next year. The public meeting held at Angle Village Hall had heard that parking charges were expected to generate some £20,000 a year for the park, but there were fears that introduction of charges would make Angle a dead village with a decline in tourism. A petition objecting to the charges had collected more than 3,000 signatures. The report to the members stated that there is general acceptance of parking charges among the wider motoring population and the proposed parking charges and terms of use at Amroth, West Angle and Knowlton will mirror those which already govern the public's use of the authorities' 10 pre-existing charging car parks. That's the latest. You're up to date on Pure West Radio. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio weather. Thank you to Sarah Horse for the latest news and all your weather today. The mist and fog patches have cleared up throughout the morning to leave another fine day with plenty of sunny spells. In the sunshine, it will feel nice and warm with light winds and temperatures above average for this time of year with a maximum temperature of 17 degrees. This is pure when West Radio. When I'm the bright lights, when I'm trying to have a good time, cause I'm good now you ain't mine, nah, 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 don't call me up when you're looking at my photos, getting hot, losing control, you want me more, now I let go, nah, 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 I'm over Don't call me up I'm going out tonight Feeling good now you're out of my life Don't wanna talk about us Gotta leave it behind One drink and you're out of my mind Nah, nah, take it out Baby, I'm on the high And you're alone going out of your mind But I'm here up in the club And I don't wanna talk So don't call me up Cause I'm here looking fine, babe And I got eyes looking my way And everybody's on my vibe, babe Nah, 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 nah Don't call me up my friend said you were a bad man I should've listened to them back then And now you're trying to hit me up again Nah, 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 nah I'm over you And I don't need your lies no more Cause the truth is without you, boy I'm stronger And I know You said that I'd change if I cold heart But it was your game that last cause Ooh, I'm over you Don't call me up Behind one drink and you're out of my mind. Nah, nah, take it out. Baby, I'm on the high and you're alone, going out of your mind. But I'm 
Pembrokeshire, 24 hours a day. Pure West Radio.
That was Pure Shores by The All Saints. Now this afternoon I'm joined in the studio by the lovely Elsie Moore and Patricia Barbara who are going to talk about their adventure that they had walking the Pembrokeshire Coastal Path. Good afternoon, girls. Good afternoon. Hiya. <laughs> right, you'll probably hear from these accents that um, they don't actually hail from Pembrokeshire. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Elsie, if you'd just like to introduce us and tell us where you're from. Oh, yeah. Well, originally I'm from Liverpool and then I was there for 27 years and then I lived in Lancashire for 27 years. Yeah. And in 2001, it was a big birthday, I was 50. So I decided to go to Dublin for the weekend and I went with my daughter, her mate, and a couple of my mates I worked with. And in work, they said to me, oh, well, see, you might meet the man of your dreams. And I went, you're joking, aren't you? Yeah, I'm going for, a, you know, a good, well, let's say drink over <laughs> the weekend. And um, no, it was not the place to be meeting a guy, you know, in Dublin and all the pubs. Anyway, on the Saturday night, there I was, mind my own business, in a bar, and then along comes this short little Welshman, Paul <laughs> Hanley, who's born and bred in Havford West. Mind my own business, and then he starts talking away. And you know what? We talk for hours. We just diss it off, you know, because he Aww. wasn't on the pull, and I wasn't on the pull, as you say. <laughs> so anyway, I, at the end of it, I said, you know what? You're lovely, you. I'd love you to be my friend. Because, you know, just a friend, a male friend. Yes. Because I'd lived on my own for years quite happily. So anyway, we exchanged numbers and then since then every night, you know, we'd be talking away until uh, about three months later and he came up north to see me and so on. And then we commuted then up and down for four years. And then after four years, 2005, you know, we had a talk and so we decided I would move down here. So I took early time and from where I worked and then I ended up working in Merco Refinery um, until we all got made redundant, you know, when the sale yes. fell through four yeah. years ago. Yeah. So I've been retired four years and right. quite happily too. As well. Yes, yes. So. Well, by the sound of it, you, uh, you've you not wasted a moment, have you, with all your walks and oh, exercise? Because yeah, that's, because right. uh, I'll just tell our listeners, that's how I actually came to meet you mm-hmm. because uh, we both go to the same dance classes together and we've mm-hmm. just got chatted in the corridors while we're waiting to go in and yeah. talking about the coastal path walk and mm-hmm. various things and we've got lots in common. So it's mm-hmm. um, it's lovely and thank you very much for coming in today to talk, talk to us about it. Oh, my pleasure. No, no, no. And Pat, so how did you come to come to Pembrokeshire? Well, um, we have friends who lived in Birmingham and they had got a holiday cottage in Knowlton and we've been backwards and forwards for 35 years to Pembrokeshire right. and loved the place. And then one day my husband said, I'm fed up of working. Shall we retire? And it was either North Wales or West Wales. So we chose West Wales. Yes. Because that's where our Good friends choice. lived and everything. <laughs> yes. And and we you know, we loved it and we thought Pembrokeshire, Little England, you know, and it's great. And then, you know, that's what we did. Two thousand and eight we moved here and you know, we've loved it ever since. So yeah, great. Fabulous. So how did you two come to meet each other and get together? We met at a, a friend's pa- uh, house party. Right. And uh, met Elsie there and we just hit it off together and we sort of just clicked and did uh, Ladies at Lunch, we did the cinema 
And it was wasn't till Elsie retired that we could really get together yes. and do a lot more. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. So so what made you decide to tackle the Pembrokeshire coastal path? Well, what happened, you know, going to the cinema and have meals and all that in your garden and that, you know, and like I've always liked to keep fit. Yes. Up north or go to the gym. Well, I didn't go to the gym, to be honest. Um, I started, I had a row machine in the house. I had an exercise bike because I find it boring. You yes, know, I know. Yeah. Going to so, the gym, is just, yeah. it is really tedious, isn't it? And where I lived, I couldn't really go for long walks on my own, really, you know. So um, anyway, when I moved down and uh, with Paul and we'd go for long walks and then me and Pat would be talking away and she'd say, oh, I love walking as well. And couple of the girls we'd be saying do you know what we'll have to start going for a walk each week well yeah. you know what happens one week goes into an accident into yes. an accident an accident you don't do something and we carried on talking about it and so i just said in the end that's it we've got to make a commitment to do it so we'll set a, um, a specific day of the week and we decided um first of all it was a thursday and then we changed it to a wednesday so it started off there was three of us well sadly one of the ladies had to back out so it was just the two of us and that's how you know we sort of it became a way of life every wednesday we started you know walking yeah so come rain or shine it was every wednesday oh well that's it we said yeah. look there's none of this oh what's the weather like yeah it's going to rain <laughs> you know because we'd never get out would we no that's true no never. yeah yeah so we bought all the gear all right. the gear the boots uh, the trousers, the jackets, the hats, the beanie—you know, the beanies and everything—and yes. that's and we committed ourselves yes. to, yes, as you say, every Wednesday, no matter what. And we didn't look very attractive when we had all the gear on, but hey ho, we kept dry. And one day we went out, it was steer rods, wasn't it? We didn't go on the coastal path that day. We were, we walked, anyone saw us, we walked down Milford and Nayland and all that. And it was, act, you know, actual steer rods. Yes. And people were going past steering at us thinking, look at them two, they must be mad. You know, and we had these backpacks on, did Crazy we? blondes. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you also had a very interesting kit that you took with you as well, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Well, in the backpack... There, there was, mm, yeah, there was all sorts. There was lip balm, you know, in case we, it was cold. And then there was, oh, well, there was lots of things. Yeah, <laughs> wipes yeah. and yeah. Um, yeah, deodorant, combs, lipstick. Let's not forget the lipstick. You know. <laughs> Always had to have our lipsticks on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Looked a, a bit of a sight, like in all the wet gear, but as long as we had the lipstick on, yeah. like, you know. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. And, um, and then... Um, in the summer, we as we we discovered walking along some of the remote parts of the coast, and especially when the wasps and the insects were oh. out, you know, and you take a little bit short, like sort of thing. Yeah. So, um, so we discovered in Poundland <laughs> this device <laughs> called a sheepie, <laughs> you know, which makes you do the same as what a man does. <laughs> Hang it out, sort of thing. Oh, yeah, it was funny. It was funny trying to get used to it. Pat's put also in to show you in case you've never seen one, you know. No, I look forward to seeing that in a minute, Pat. You certainly, you certainly I mean, the, can, funny, Jill. the funniest thing is that you can actually get it in Poundland. Yes. Oh, yeah. It surprise, it surprise what you can buy in Poundland, actually. <laughs> we had our toilet seat. You know, to put on the toilet seat just in case she was caught short oh. the other way. So yeah, we were fully equipped with yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. 
My daughter in law, well, she laughs because every now and again I find these weird and wonderful things like the toilet seat covers and all that. Yes. And I give it a little parcel then. <laughs> well, she thanked me the other week because they've been on holiday somewhere. And of course, she had to, you know, sit down on a, a, a broad somewhere. Yes. She said, Oh my God, I was so made up with yes, those toilet seat yes. covers. So hey ho. <laughs> Praise be to Poundland. <laughs> Well, I think we've set the scene for you now, listeners, the, the adventure that these two have had. So we'll just have a little break and a little music, musical interlude before we carry on.
This is Pure West Radio for Pembrokeshire from Pembrokeshire. Nothing's Gonna Stop Me Now by Samantha Fox. Now, welcome back to Elsie and Pat, who are going to continue on their adventures. Welcome back, girls. Hi. So here we are. We've set the scene now. We've got all the all the kits ready. So you, um, did you plan a route? 
then. Of to, course, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, we always planned the route. First, on the south side, Elsie planned the route, and I was like the transport manager, yes. which worked really well. So, transport manager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. go, go parts on the bus, and then if we couldn't get on the bus, then it would be in the car, and whichever way. Yeah. So, yeah, it was great that way. It worked well yeah. that way, didn't it? Oh, yeah. it did. And we're both friend, friendly, competitive, aren't we? Oh. So, you know, that's why we, we designated who would do what. But eventually, we both did it, didn't yeah. we? Which led to, you know, some funny consequences, which we'll tell you in a minute, like, right. you know? Yes, yeah. So you started with the south side first? Yes, we did. Mm. We 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 sort of walked bits and pieces when, whenever we could with the weather. Yes. But then we started to join it all up, you know, as you yes. do with the dots and that. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. weather permitting, you know, if we couldn't walk the coast, then obviously we'd walk hard walks and everything. Yeah. But um, otherwise, yeah, it was great. We just... Sort it out. Elsie did the routes in, as I said. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoying the dots. Great. As long as we got the buses right, that's yes. all that mattered. <laughs> yeah, because there's brilliant bus services, the local buses, and then, you know, the coastal and the puffing buses the puffin and bus. wherever yeah. you are and yeah. so on, you know. But it, we grew in confidence at all the organising, didn't we? Because, I mean, let's face it, foreigners, like, and, you know, we're having to sort it all out, so it was brilliant. Yeah. You know? Map reading and everything, yeah. like, you know. Yeah, yeah so. two blondes. We didn't do bad, no. did we? You know, <laughs> at all. Ah. <laughs> and then our fellas would say to us, well, you know, what you do, what, what you find time to talk about, what do you talk about all that time? Well, I mean, we're women, you talk yes. about anything and yes. nothing and everything. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. And did, you, did you meet some nice people all, along oh, the way? Oh, yes. We did, <laughs> yes. We met some lovely people on the way. Mm, there was yeah, one, one in incident where we, was, I don't know whereabouts, of the, I, it was over the west side, I think, wasn't it? Oh, it was on a big rock anyway. It sat there, wasn't he? Just, oh, lovely when, Irish when man. When we talk, yeah, started to talk to him, he's Irish. Well, he oh. was lovely. He was really a charming man. Oh, oh I see. Yeah. <laughs> nice young man. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, moving on. <laughs> move, yeah, move on swiftly. <laughs> Basically, the reason, uh, going back to what you said earlier, the reason we wanted to walk is because we are, like, in our late 60s and we're very conscious about, you know, well, it's all out there, isn't it? You know, that you've got to eat a bit better and drink less. Well, Keep fit, yeah. yes. Keep fit, do the exercise you can do and so on and so forth. Yeah. And so very conscious about that, trying to um, keep as healthy as we can and be proactive. Yes. You know, with Fantastic. our health. Because, mm. like, I, I've um, I've got angina. And I have two knee replacements. So, yeah, healthy walking yeah. is essential yeah. to keep yeah. your bones going at least. Fantastic. Yeah. Yes. Well, I know you can't see these two girls, listeners, but you must get onto our Facebook page because there are no, there is no way that they look in their late 60s, honestly. And that Aww, must be a testament. That must be a testament to all the walking that you do. You Obviously, know, it's just, yeah. you know, you're here. You're proof that yeah. exercise and walking keeps mm. you young and fit and It's the fresh fun. air. It's the <laughs> fresh air. Yeah. The fresh air yeah. as well. Yeah. Yes. And the company, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yes, uh, and we definitely. call it like we're on, and we got little stickers on our backpacks to say "Adventure Before Dementia" yes. because, like you know, we are like a majority of people, and they get in the late sixties. You worry that you know, oh my god, yes. you know, will that will I be destined for that? So we're just trying to do 
you know, everything to try and prevent it is exactly. you know in our power. Yeah. Yes. And uh, yeah. and one of the one of the things that's not good for you, you know, for bringing on dementia is loneliness as well. Yeah. So you know, more friends you can make, and yeah. you know, life exactly. doesn't come knocking yeah. on the door when you're healthy. You've got to get out there and find it. Exactly. You? Yeah. If got, you know, yeah. And do what you can while you've got the health to do it. Fabulous. You know? Yes. Yes. Indeed. So at the end of every walk, then um, used to end at a coffee shop. Oh, oh yes, coffee shop. Yeah, coffee shop only. Coffee no shop only. No, no, no pubs. <laughs> and no pubs. No, no pubs. pubs. No, only until we finished the south side. Right, and then we had a celebration, Prosecco. drink prosecco yeah. and a little meal. That was on the south side to yeah. finish off the south side. South walk, side, which yeah. was lovely. Yeah, a lovely. little meal and plenty of glasses. Yeah. Of as long as there's nobody driving. Then that's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then you had a, a few months break then before you tackled the north side. Then did yeah, you? Yeah, we did. Uh, I think we stopped walking in about November and started again in March, March, something like that. Yeah, we did have one walk in November when we'd finished the um, coastal path. Um, one of Pat's friends gave us this. Um, um, well, it was a plan of a walk from Narbeth through Robertson Wathen and over the farmers' fields. The permitted walk. Oh my God! And anybody going over that new flyover? Do you know what I mean, Jill? Yes, yes, I know. Yes, yeah. If they went over that flyover and saw two blondes in the middle of a quagmire and mud fields, <laughs> it was us two. And do you know what? We should have known when we got to the farmer's gate, it was about six foot of water. Oh. It had been torrential rain, which is why we couldn't go on the coastal path. God. It was like Mission Impossible. We we couldn't open the gate because it was so deep. So we, we had hold of the fence going along past the, the gate and we thought we should have turned back. So then, you know, where all the cows have been and there's big... Um, dips full of water yeah. and we tried to stay on the higher bits of ground and avoid the potholes and oh I could go on and on and on <laughs> and I won't take your time all. but anyway two fields later you know we should have turned back but two yes. fields later we said we've got to get off this farm oh. and we didn't have a phone signal we didn't even know what the name of the farm was we were on and we finally got off after walking through an inch of slurry and we were only about 50 yards from the roundabout. We've been oh, round two fields and everything. No. But we don't give up. No. And we've got no. the bus there and I had to phone Paul to come and pick us up. And he put all black bin bags in the boot, didn't he? Yeah, because they wouldn't allow us to, on the bus. We, yeah. Well, no, we had to strip no. off. We had to strip off, yeah. I think he was loading a dead body in the boot, you know. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, I detracted there, you know. Oh, that was amazing. (laughs) That was a walk not to forget. Uh, (laughs) Definitely. And not to be repeated. Not to be repeated, no. Mm -hmm. So so you finally completed the walk in the north side then last October? Yes, yes. Right, and uh, I hear you had a little bit of an incident when um, the bus timetable sort of changed. yes. Well, it happened twice, actually, so... Now, I'm not good at pronouncing my words, so I'll try. We was poor Squillock. Right. Right. We, which is down at, obviously, is it Dinas? Dinas. Dinas. And we were waiting for the bus. Elsie said, I, 10 minutes later, I think I'll ring the bus service. And yeah, so I phoned, and this lovely lady, I said, we're at 
this I can't even say it to pronounce that word so I'm not even trying I said we're at this bus stop I said and you know the bus is 10 minutes late we're just wondering so she said no dear she said it's the change of the autumn timetable now it's not coming till tomorrow it stopped last Wednesday and it only starts tomorrow so here we are the car parks we thought well what are we going to do at the bottom of this valley so we have a kitty and you know for the coffee and for any car park cha- uh, charges so we had to get a taxi the ta- <laughs> that took us it was Newport, Newport, Newport Sands yeah. we were going yeah. wasn't it <laughs> take us up there to walk so back. we could walk back oh. so that was the first time so then three weeks later we did it again <gasps> from Goodick to no. go to Strumblehead oh, no. looked at the timetable again wrong day again <laughs> so taxi again to Strumblehead Oh, yeah. But the, the taxi fellow was lovely, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah his parents were Irish and we had his life story and oh, everything, yes. you know. Yes, so Oh, yeah, they are again. We couldn't believe it, though, you know. <laughs> Done honestly, it twice. Done twice. it twice. Yeah. Oh, dear. But no oh. one was to blame. We both had, we were both organised yeah. and the sort and then, weren't we? Oh, so, mm. so, oh, yes. fantastic. So you did have some really mad adventures, really, didn't you? So, Great oh, adventures. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And, and how many miles is it again? I forget. How, how 186 miles. 186 miles that you completed in two years. That is absolutely fine. And one day a week. Yeah. Weather permitting. Weather permitting, yeah. And in bite-sized chunks. Yes. we were comfortable five miles, but sometimes... Depending on the terrain, we'd only do, say, three and a half, four, yeah. and we were knackered. Yeah. Or we could stretch it out to seven, depending, you know. Yeah. So, um, I yeah. think the longest part that we did was from Moyle Grove to Newport Sands, wasn't it? Which was eight miles. Oh, yeah. Because there was yeah. nowhere to get off the path. No. So, no. that was yeah. the longest That's, part. Yeah. <gasps> and yeah. Moyle Grove, that was, that was my most scariest moment. Yes, because you don't uh, like heights, do you? It was, mm. uh, we parked at Moyle Grove. By the time we got on, we walked down and got on the coastal path, because that area up there, it's hard to get onto the, the coastal path. So, we got on it, and then the next minute, just after five minutes, turned round, and it was, you know, like an infinity pool. Oh, yeah. You looked out, and the path just seemed to come to an end, and oh. all there was was the sea. <gasps> I looked to the side and there's the devil's cauldron and it was filled with water. So it's in the cauldron, it's filled with water. There's all these steps going up and the other side is the sea. And I'm scared of water. I think my mother tried to drown me a bit. And then behind (laughs) me, there was a big valley. And so I'm scared of heights. So I I had a free, what is it? A fright or flight, you know that saying? Flight. Oh yeah, f- yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. the adrenaline flight, starts pumping. Flight, yeah, flight. yeah. And I said, Pat said to me, "You're all right." And I went, "Just give me a minute, give me a minute." You know. And I thought, "Oh," and then I composed myself. And you had a scary moment. Didn't uh, you? Yeah, oh yeah, and it was from Strumblehead up to Chagrent, um, the woollen mills. Oh yeah, Chagrent woollen mills. And yeah. we just run out of path, and we didn't know which way to go. Really, we sort of thought, "Should we go down that?" Yeah, because right. they are quite confusing, aren't they? Unless you've got well, the ordnance survey well, right it, in front it of you. It was just the mm. steep of rocks, mm. and you've either mm. got to climb the rocks mm. or try and work round. Mm. Well, we did try and work round, but then we were in that much gorse and that that we didn't know what we were treading into. So yeah, we thought yeah. we've got to go up these rocks, and we Elsie has to go first, then pull me up because I've got no strength in my lower body. I've got plenty of strength in my top body, but not my lower. So that's it. We just helped each other, and, oh. you know. Mm. And at the end Wonderful. of every walk, 
I mean, we're dead proud of ourselves, aren't we? You yeah, know? And at the end of every walk, we used to pat ourselves on the back yeah. and say, well done and a sense of achievement, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Because yeah, it was challenging. It's past it's a, and it's a lot more than some people have done who haven't walked the coastal path. Indeed. You know. Yeah. Yeah. With yeah. the help, they got the health yeah, yeah. to do yeah. it. Mm. Yeah. Brilliant. Right, we'll have a little break and another tune and then we'll come back and uh, you can tell us what's next on your adventure list. Looking for that idyllic bed and breakfast retreat? Then look no further than the multi-award winning Fields Lodge Bed and Breakfast Milford Haven. This hidden gem has stunning views overlooking the Clevi Estuary, coupled with gorgeous rooms and immaculate service. Make this the place to stay. To book your stay, check out our website at www.fieldslodge.co.uk. Hi, this is Dave Pearce. Make sure you join me this weekend for Dance Anthems. Get your anthem on. Hashtag Dave Pearce Anthems. Hey, John, you look like you're ten years younger, mate. What have you been up to? Cheers, George. Glad you noticed. I've been down to Broblades at 14 Picton Place, Haverford West, next to Iceland. They really know how to look after a fella. I had a haircut, tidied up my beard, and I didn't need to make an appointment. You can also have a shave, nose, and earwax too. And they have hot towels. Where was that again, John? Broblades, on Pixon Place. Speak to them nicely, and they'll even get you a coffee while you wait. Excellent. I've got a wedding to go to next week, and I could do with some first-class pampering. Broblades, open seven days a week, Monday to Saturday, 9am until 7pm. And 10am until 4pm on Sundays. Broblades, on Pixon Place. For Pembrokeshire... From Pembrokeshire, Pure West Radio. Recently I've been hopelessly reaching out for this girl who's out of this world. Believe me, she's got a
Listen live at purewestradio.com. 24 hours a day. Pure West Radio. Live from our studios in Haverford West at purewestradio.com and on our Facebook page, Pure West Radio.
Nice little bit of stars there from Simply Red. Now, before I go back to uh, Pat and Elsie to complete their coastal path walk adventure with you, um, I've just heard from Anna Davis that um, had her flying lesson this morning, 19 years after being given her a voucher, and she had a fantastic time. So well done, Anna. I was so pleased about that. I said the weather was gorgeous, didn't I? <laughs> so she had a lovely time. She saw beautiful Pembrokeshire coastline. She had a fantastic landing. And a big shout out to Dave, who was a, a really good instructor. Uh, so would she do it again? 
no. But never mind. She she actually claimed her voucher after 19 years and all the family are absolutely thrilled. So good on you, Anna. That's amazing. Soaring at 122 miles per hour, it doesn't feel like you're falling. It feels like you're flying. It feels like the sky's the limit. The Skydive Centre has now officially launched at Haverford West Airport. No one else can film your skydive in 360 degrees, so you can relive the experience again and again in virtual reality. So take the ultimate plunge and visit Air Adventures Wales at theskydivecentre.com now. Seven Spice, where the staff are oh so nice. You'll love our Jalfrezi and special rice. What's even better is our price. This will have you coming back not once, but twice. <laughs> Enough of all that rhyming. Malaki! The Seven Spice of Market Street, Halford West, offers the finest Asian cuisine, open six days a week. They offer a fine selection of Indian dishes to eat in or take away. Book your table now or place your order by visiting sevenspice.uk or call Aki on 01437 762 789. The Seven Spice, where the staff are oh so nice. At KO Carpets, you know quality is assured. We've been your local family-run business for over 40 years. 
We're widely recognized as Pembrokes' leading supplier of domestic and contract flooring. We provide full end-to-end -end service, free measures and estimates, free delivery and free fitting by our professional team of highly skilled fitters. Come and see us at Vine Road, Johnston, or drop us an email, sales at kocarpets.com. We're a knockout at flooring. With the latest news for Pembrokeshire, I'm Sarah Hoss. Firefighters are tackling a large blaze at the disused hotel in Pembroke Dock, the Clethai Bridge Hotel. Mid and West Wales Fire and Rescue Service was called to the hotel on Essex Road in the early hours of the morning. The fire has spread across the ground and first floors and into the loft space. Withybush Hospital's out-of-hours service will again be closed for part of this weekend due to a shortage of GPs. It's the second weekend in a row that the service has been closed. Howaldar University Health Board said we are again experiencing a shortage of GPs to cover the out-of-hours service in Carmarthenshire and Pembrokeshire this weekend. Efforts are continuing until the last possible moment to fill the shifts affected. However, there are still gaps in the rota affecting service provision between Saturday and Sunday. At present, the Health Board is unable to keep the following out-of-hours bases open. Withybush General Hospital will be closed from 5 until 7pm on Sunday. Prince Philip Hospital will be closed from 7pm Saturday until 8am Sunday and 6pm until 11pm on Sunday. Patients who need assistance should call 111 as usual. Joe Teep, Deputy Chief Executive and Director of Operations at Howaldar University Health Board, said, I'd like to apologise for any concern or inconvenience caused to residents. Unfortunately, we are continuing to experience GP shortages from time to time. A number of community pharmacies across the Health Board are now offering services which support the out-of-hours service, including the Common Ailments Scheme, Emergency Medicine Schemes and Emergency Hormonal Contraceptive Scheme. The main A40 